Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello there. Welcome back to Take the Stage. I am so excited you are here. Now, I'm going to ask you, are you in the Facebook group? And the reason I ask, if you're here, you hear me talk about this all the time, you can just hit that fast forward button. I want you to be there because I don't want you to miss out. This is your space. These are your people. These are my people. You are my person. I am there like sharing my trials. I'm there talking about what's going on in my life, hopefully sharing some inspiration and encouragement for you. Also, I'm looking at your one sheet. We're talking about what goes in a video sizzle reel. It is a space for you to grow as a speaker, to network as a speaker. So Facebook, take the stage speakers. Today, we start the third of a three-part series. We're talking about confidence and owning the stage. Because I hear a lot of people say, I'm just not confident. I did some research, I did some work, I did some study, and I put together this three-part series on what it means to be charismatic on this stage. And when I say charismatic, I mean magnetic. I mean someone that people want to listen to, someone that people want to buy their book. They want to get them booked at their church. They're going to go back and tell their leadership, I just heard the most amazing speaker. We need to get her for our event next year, or we need to get her for our event in six weeks or six months, not six weeks. They need to book you further out than that. I want to make sure that you have all the things you need to own the stage. Let's dive into today. So last week, we talked about how to create warmth from the stage. And when you're on a stage, it has to be very intentional. Creating warmth in person is a little easier. You can slightly touch someone's arm. You can physically lean in. Now, you can do that from the stage. But in person, it can be a little easier. Today, we're going to talk about competence. Why are you the most competent person to give this message? Why? Okay, I'm going to tell you why. Because God has given it to you. He's entrusted this message to you. You are the expert in what God has done in your life. No one else can talk about this. This is your story. And that is where your competence is. And I want you to own your competence. First, we're going to talk about vocal confidence. Now, I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago, but as a speaker, Typically, because we are nervous, we can start talking kind of fast and get a little overwhelmed and we start doing this and then our voices get a little higher and a little higher and then we get a little nervous and we start, the ends of our sentences start going up a little bit and we start saying things like, and then let me tell you, um, I have, you see what happens? Then everything we say sounds like a question instead of a statement. And people begin to wonder, well, does, does she believe in herself? Because how can I lean in and believe that God will do it in my life 
if I don't really think she believes what she's saying. Now, I know that may sound a little harsh, but we're here to grow. So let's talk about how you speak from the stage and build competence. So we've got the warmth down. And I want you to think about people who are both warm and competent. Who comes to mind? You know who comes to mind for me? Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Think about that. She was so lovely, so warm, so engaging. But boy, she could get all kind of stuff done. She had it going on. That is a person that I think, and obviously she's fictional, but she's very warm, yet very good at what she does. She got that Mary Poppins bag full of magic. And you, when you lean into these trainings, to lean into these tactics, these suggestions I'm making, you too will be the Mary Poppins. You will be warm and you will also be competent. Now, I'm not going to promise that you can fly. I can't do that. But I want you to be warm and competent. Okay, so let's talk about how we're going to do that. First of all, we've talked a little bit about in the warmth. A part of it does come in the confidence. It is the way in which you enter and stand on the stage. You're entering with that smile, but you've got your head up. Your shoulders are rolled back. You're not walking in hunched over. You're not walking in looking down and smiling and kind of glancing up. Mm -mm. You're walking in chin up, sister, chin up. And you are walking in with those shoulders pushed back. I mean, not to the ridiculous, but you understand what I'm saying. Really nice posture. Really good posture. You are dressed in the outfit that makes you feel like a superstar. And I don't care if that's blue jeans and a flannel shirt or if it is sparklies all over the place. You are dressed the way that you feel like a superstar. Because while I am not putting emphasis on the outer beauty of who you are, being comfortable and wearing what makes you feel good is going to come across in the way you appear. So you've got your head up, your shoulders back, smile on, and you're going to plant your feet and you're going to breathe and you're going to launch. And the whole time you're talking, you are using that diaphragm voice that's from, you know, down low and you are taking breaths because you don't want to run out of breath. You don't want to do that big run on sentence and you can speed up and slow down. You might be telling a funny story and it gets a little faster and a little funnier and your voice may get a little higher. And then you're going into a story about a harder part of your life and it may get slower and it may get a little deeper and you may lean in a little more. I want you to think about the way you hold your hands. Now we've talked about how you stay to the front of the stage to continue that connection, that warmth. But how do you hold your hands? Particularly if you're wearing a headset mic and you have two empty hands, what are you doing with both of them? Here's what I don't want you to do. Do not anchor yourself behind a podium. Now, if you want to lean on a podium, put your hand on the podium to the side. Stand to the side of the podium. Maybe put your hand on it to anchor you. 
Use your other hand, and I want you to do this with me. Hold it out to the audience, palm out. It is a warm sign, but it's a sign of great confidence when you hold your palm out. The way you use your body language also can increase your confidence level, your perceived confidence, because I know you're competent. I know that you know of what you speak. I know that about you. The audience has never met you. So you have a very short amount of time to create warmth and competence because you want to be the Mary Poppins of this situation. When they think of who do they want to call about fill in the blank, the thing that you're going to speak on tonight, they're going to go back to their church and say, I've got the speaker for you. Let me tell you about her. Let me tell you about him. Wow. She just knocked our socks off. She knows what she's talking about. When you talk about the power of the Lord in your life, you're going to speak with great authority. And you do that by owning who you are in that stage, by using your voice, by using your body language. Again, your palm is out. You're not standing there with arms crossed, backing up. No. Now, if you want to put your hands together, one fun way to do it is, have you ever put the fingertips together? Like when you're telling a story, just put your fingertips together. It still has an open feel. And now don't leave them there forever. Or if you're getting to the good part and you rub your hands together, that's okay. But for the most part, you want to leave your body open because that says, I am warm and I am competent and confident in what I am talking about. I know of what I speak. I know of what I speak. So I also have to know how to use my body. One of the things as speakers is we have to take up more space when we're on the stage. I want you to follow with me. If I'm in a room and it's me and 10 people and we're in a small room, I don't have to take up a lot of space because we're in a small room. If I'm on a stage and it seats 100 people and there are 50 people in there, I'm going to take up a little bit more space than normal because I am now a 1 to 50 ratio. Think about that. So I need to be a little bit larger so they can communicate with me. And that continues as the rooms get bigger. Our gestures get larger. When I'm speaking to a group of, say, 25 or 30 people, and it is in a room that maybe sits 50 or 100 in a in a breakout session, my gestures are going to stay more into my body. They're going to be right in front of me. As I talk about this or I talk about that, I'm going to use my hands to either side. Now, I've moved on to a room that is bigger. So my hands have now moved out to a little bit more than hip width. And I'm going to gesture from there. And as the room gets bigger, my gestures grow with the room. Here's what I want to caution you on. Don't fidget with your gestures. Track with me. Sometimes you'll see speakers that are so gestury, it's distracting. Now, I am a hand talker, so I have to be very, very conscious not to over gesture. 
And what's so funny is right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm moving the gestures. No one can see me. It's just the way in which I communicate. If you tied my hands down, I probably could not talk, but we're not going to try that. But when we get nervous, we will sometimes over fidget, like we'll pace the stage. We'll go over to this side, then go over to that side. Be very cognizant of the movements you're making because to be seen as competent, every movement matters. When you are making a point, stop, make a point, lean in, make your point, maybe lower your voice, lean down, lean out over the audience, but don't walk and make a solid point. Now, As you start to unpack a fun story, you can start moving around a little bit more, maybe walking here, walking there, but be very aware of your movements. Being seen and known as a charismatic, which is a warm and competent speaker, is a skill. Some people are born with more of that innate trait but it is a skill. It is something you practice, something you learn. Even the most charismatic speakers still have to practice. Even the most gifted speakers, communicators still practice. We've talked about owning the stage. We've talked about how to step on there, how to own it, how to be seen as competent. And obviously your message is solid. That was in episode one that we talked through that. We've talked through how to be warm, and now we're talking through how to be competent. God has called you to this. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, it reads, Proclaim the message. Persist in it, whether convenient or not. Rebuke, correct, and encourage with great patience and teaching. We have a lot of work to do. Delivering a message that is magnetic, is important. God has given you and gifted you with this message. He is equipping you. Even now, as you listen to this podcast, you're walking away, I hope, with a nugget or two that when you step on that stage, you will use to connect with that audience, to bring warmth and competence to the message that God has gifted you. I love the way the same verse reads in the message. Let me read it to you. It says, he is about to break into the open with his rules. So proclaim the message with intensity. Keep on watch, challenge, warn, and urge your people. Don't ever quit. And that's my word to you today. Don't ever quit. God has given you this message. Your message matters. You have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.